0: This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network.
1: Hello and good afternoon, and welcome to Specialty Produce Network podcast of Travis and Pete Tap Into. My name is Travis Looney. I am the co-founder of Tap Into with Travis and Pete, as well as the webpage www.travisandpete.com. And we're here again at the Specialty Produce Network, second week in a row, uh, taping our podcast, um, and super excited to be here. Uh, Looks like we've got some people rolling in right now, um, and uh, we'll take care of the introductions. To the left of me is my cohort. Uh, your cohort's name is Pete Olson. That would be me. And I'm the
2: other half of the equation of Travis and Pete Facebook page and our .com page, also by the same name. And we are excited to get week two of this podcast, Travis and Pete Tap Into, underway.
1: Um, and I'm and- so excited really. Like, So not only do we have us, but we make a perfect trifecta right now here in the – specialty produce network with our lovely producer in the next room next to us and we've got miss cassie point dex point dexter i always want to put a t on there say hello no miss cassie
0: hi everybody uh thanks for joining us today on facebook live and on the podcast and uh, let's get started we're first.
1: super excited because this makes me really feel like i don't really care for uh just go with it it's okay so i don't really care for the content um what's What's the name of that? Howard Stern? The Howard Stern Show. There was some good stuff, but like one of the things that I loved the most was the interaction uh, between them and their producer. I can't remember her producer's name. Lovely woman. Yes, anyway, but she, that relationship. She, yeah, that relationship was so great. And and for all of you who uh, listened to our podcast and as well as our live last week, um, Cassie popped in and it just felt great. So we told her that we wanted her to be more active in our lives. So she's going to be there uh, listening and <laughs> keeping us on track and interjecting questions and comments and loveliness. So um one of these days – I think you we did a live where she was – actually seen <laughs> last week
2: we did an interview with her
1: she's lovely she's in purple right now with her mermaid hair green and mm-hmm. purple we yes. love it it's amazing yes. um but today so we're today our topic is actually are you saying no to the flow and, and what do we mean by flow oh lord that flow? the rhythm and the flow of the universe the ever ever changing the ever uh the energy the energy that is all around us, the energy that affects us, the energy that we put out into the world as well as bring into ourselves. Right. So and are you saying no to that? <laughs> well, I used to be,
2: and I probably do every now and then, but I'm paying attention to it much more. And just for a simplification for my own purpose and to those listening who like things, um, not dumped down specifically, but cut up into smaller pieces of understanding, it's like the flow as I understand it, is how I, how I interact with my world, the world around me, what I see, understand, feel, think, and how I choose to let it interact with me. So am I resisting people, places, and things that come into my life? Am I holding on to things longer that aren't serving me? Am I letting them go? Um, am I getting out there and making myself uncomfortable in order to grow, getting out of my comfort zone? So these are the things that we're going to be talking about. As well as sharing some of our personal experiences, as how we got to here and what we had to let go of, what we had to start saying yes to, in order to grow with the flow. With the flow, absolutely. I life. think
1: that's what, and and for what for people that have been with us for a while, um, you know a little bit about our journey. But for the people that are just tuning into us with this podcast, let me see if I can give you a Cliff Notes version. Uh, back. Um, In October, maybe September, um, we were living in Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, um, living our lives just like we thought we were supposed to. We were working a nine-to-five job. We were – Well, I was working a – 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. job. That, that does not matter. So if like, <laughs> we were working a 9-to-5 job. We were getting up. We were feeling like we were being a productive part of society because you hear the the dream – what do they call it? The American dream is to have a job, a good-paying job, a car, um, a relationship, and then have a group of friends get up and do it all over again. But what we, we realized is that we were just doing it and going with – I don't even know going with the flow is a good thing. It's like I think we were just um, being what we thought we were being. We
2: were going with how other people taught it. us to perceive and go with that flow to the best they understood. And um, it took us realizing that, oh, I don't like the way this feels. I don't like this interaction
1: I'm having and to put – say that I was in control of how I did that. Yeah. And so, like, we w- – randomly, one day, Pete and I were uh, sitting on the couch watching TV, eating something fried like we did so many times, and ran across an amazing ah- amazing um, documentary movie. I still don't know how to classify it, but it's a documentary movie by Dr. Wayne Dyer. It's called The… Shift. Is it The Shift? Mm-hmm. I think. No. <laughs> What's it called? What is it called? The Shift? The – the – Oh, maybe it is. The I think shift. it's the shift. It's that moment that he. I've been reading. Uh, doesn't matter. Anyway, so yeah. we watched the shift, and the shift was all about. Yeah, it sure is. The, it's shift, the shift movie. Yeah, uh, by Doctor Wayne Dyer, and it talked about how you have this feeling um, in your life at some point, whether it was years ago, in this moment, down the road, where you have this feeling of something calling you, something that needs to change, something that just doesn't feel right, and then letting working with the uh, the universe and the rhythm of the flow. And letting it come to you instead of actively going after it. We watched that movie and we both kind of like were uh, struck with this amazing, amazing feeling that we could both pinpoint the time in our lives. Pete's was a few years before that movie. Mine had happened almost 10 years before that movie. But we could both pinpoint that point in time in our lives where we were like something – needs to change now did we go towards it obviously not it took a little bit of time Uh, but after that movie we realized that there was something that needed to change in our lives so we decided to start changing it so what did we do there pete well um
2: for my story you know it it's all started with up until that point of the shift um you know it was very important to it's very important to recognize everything that happened before that and I grew up in a a very educated family, Um, had a lot of opportunity to try different things. Um, I played – I did gymnastics. I played soccer. I attempted t-ball until I got hit in the eye on first base in in t-ball. I know. And then I was the kid in the background picking the flowers and whatever. So like I had done all these things. I was in band, marching band, which was really cool um I got to introduce into leadership through being drum major and a lot and then that opened up a lot of things so everything that happened before my shift in an understanding of what my purpose in life was was very educational and very beneficial once I knew how to go back and find the lessons in those hard times or times that felt like I was stagnant or that I out of place or whatever it was so all those things that I was, and I was doing things that were put in front of me. I don't know that I knew how to say what brings me joy. I don't know that I, and I probably was experiencing them and I just didn't know how to pinpoint them and describe them and find more of them. Um, so after high school, I would not you know, I was the fish in high school that was asked to climb the tree, as the Einstein model goes, and it wasn't, you know, it didn't really find my learning style. Um, and so then I worked job to job. I attempted college a couple times and I wasn't really – I was finding other people's stories and trying to compare myself to other people's stories and how to live my life. And then all of that took through me through my 20s of working that model and being frustrated with it not working but not thinking about that I was the part of – I was the problem of accepting this way instead of trying to think outside the box of, okay, how what's authentic to Pete? And my shift um, happened about 2012 the beginning of it where I ended a long-term relationship that lasted through my twenties. And then I just kind of sat there for two to three years and was waiting and I wasn't sure what to do. And so the important thing was that I had left that model of what I thought I should be doing, um, other, other people's models. And I just actually moved back in with my parents, um, and just kind of went to work and made money and spent money and wasn't investing in anything and a lot of growth. I may have tried to go back to school then. I don't know. Something that was like a quick like, oh, I can make money at this. Um, but it wasn't a passion or it wasn't anything that brought me – brought life in me. So then I um, I started getting restless. And I – the first part of that was I'm not going to be 30. I was like 29 and a half. I was like I'm not going to be 30 living with my parents now. Those of you that are, it's actually not a big deal because I had a job, I had a car, I was going out and be a social, like I was taking care of myself. I just, it was like a booster to like get to that next step as I was kind of cleansing off from my last experience in my 20s. And so I was like, I am not gonna be living at my parents' house when I'm 30. So I moved in with a friend and we were sharing a space and that happened a couple different times with a couple different roommates. And again, I was, it was baby steps. I was starting to take more care of myself with my own plan in mind of things that I wanted and it felt like I was moving backwards. It was so slow, but it was actually looking back, I was actually taking pretty big steps and then there was some time in between that growth. Um, and then I found a, a job in a factory building cars and that was probably the hardest work I'd ever done mixed with the easiest work though. The doing the work wasn't it, but the, hard understanding of it, but on the body, it was very hard. So that opened my eyes to that. I didn't want to live in an assembly line life, but I want, but the concepts of that, that company were very, uh, growth minded and they were always, uh, working towards how can we make this better from moment to moment? We made something better and that's good for now, but what's next? How can we continue to expand on this? And so that model, lit a fire in me that I didn't know was there and that it's that improvement that proving my model that wasn't even looking at other people's models and proving my model and getting into the root causes of why I felt the way I did and the stagnancy and why I wasn't growing how I wanted to or having the life that other people were having. Right. It was a lot
1: of comparisons and stuff. And so like that is exactly, there was a difference I think with Pete with he was the comparing and I was that people pleaser I was that person that wanted to make everybody OK. I wanted to make sure that everybody was good and that everybody liked me regardless, and I was losing myself. I think the the key thing for both of us is that we were losing little pieces of ourselves and not really thinking about it. So we watched that movie, and then we decided that within just a month, we wanted something more. And for the first time, I think, in, in both of our lives, we decided to do that. And what did that look like? <laughs> we sold all of our stuff. We got and like piled up literally what we could fit in the car and knew that we wanted to go towards the west coast but didn't really have a plan. It was, a, it was an open-ended trip. Um, so along the way <laughs> – this was back in November 7th of last year. Um, and it is, what, currently um, April, it's April 19th?
2: We're over halfway through April. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so our open-ended trip turned into a new lifestyle of um, going with the rhythm of and the flow of the universe and not saying no to it. Um, and that has presented itself in so many ways because it wasn't something that we were actively seeking out. But we were paying attention to what the energy that was coming to us, and we were paying attention to the things that were being brought in our lives. So we were being great, grat- we were showing gratitude towards it. Um, and along the way, we tuned into coaches, we tuned into new people, we tuned in new experiences, and we had a better outlook. We started focusing on ourselves instead of everybody else, and so that is what kind of brings us. That is our story for the people who don't. You know who haven't heard it probably a couple times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now we're in California, sunny San Diego, California. It's beautiful. Um, we are in just what June, uh, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So in just six short months, we went from a kind of mundane lifestyle of working, living for the working for the weekend. Um, thinking that two days during a weekend was the best thing ever, and then just starting it all over again to waking up excited about the possibilities for every single day. Six months ago, did we ever (laughs) in our wildest dreams believe we would be sitting in a a studio podcasting our story as well as doing Facebook and having followers? No. At least for me, this never crossed my mind. Nope.
2: Um, Yeah, so, and all of this is a part of – the fact that we started saying yes to the flow, um, you know, going back to my job working for Toyota, making car parts, um, the the principles I was very aligned with with that company and actually just give a shout out to Miss Ariel Lute, who just popped in a little bit ago. She was one of my coworkers, uh, and it's such a joy to work with. Um, and so you Ariel, know what I'm talking about. About it's like we these principles we align with, and but the tribe of people that were around me weren't really supporting those principles. Um, oh, there you go. Um, they were just waking up and doing the bare minimum to get by to to live a life that they thought they had to have a job to. And I and I include myself in this at one point. Um, you, you know, you wake up, you have a job to pay for bills and a car that drives you to the job. You got to keep working to pay for gas. Like that cycle of I got to do this just to get by it never felt right but i didn't have another model and so this working for toyota the japanese principle within toyota was to always look for the next area of growth and to always go to the root cause of why something isn't working and to problem solve it right then. Go to it, not run away from. And we as humans tend to get that feeling inside of us, whether it's love, whether it's frustration, whether it's hate, whether it's anger, whether it's sadness, and we don't know. We're afraid of that core root cause. We're afraid of pushing someone away. We're afraid of why someone may not like us, and we want to run away from it. So this taught me that going toward the problem and problem solving it gets you further and further and further and you get better at it. And you just – once you took a a step forward the first time and you learned how to problem solve a little better, and the next time you're able to take five steps forward and then ten steps and it just continues to multiply. So so that opened me up to the flow of growth. Um, The part that I had to detach from Toyota with was um, the fact that my tribe of people that I worked with – it was hard to find that tribe that was on the same page of growth-mindedness. You know, I and I loved individually the personalities that I worked with, met so many cool people that helped me grow as a person and, and then I was able to exchange that with. And but as far as the growth mindset, it was we were also bogged down by the the hard work and the, the life happening outside of life of, of the door of work that was hard to leave at the door and all these shifts and stuff that were happening that we were ignoring because of the grind. And so, the biggest thing I did was I let the tribe, people, places, and things that I was using to as a support system go, and I looked for people that supported this principle of growth. Um, and you know, Travis and I found this amazing woman, Maria Flynn, on her Facebook page is onewise life, onewiselife check her out. And we started religiously watching her her daily live shows. Um, and that's nine thirty a m. Eastern Standard Time if you're interested on One Wise Life Facebook page and she is someone who lives daily in the rhythm and the flow of the universe by something she doesn't f- want her own agenda she whatever comes in front of her combined with that that beacon inside her that leads her to what her purpose is and what how she can help the world expand and grow and flourish she's meshed those two things And she doesn't fight what comes with her. She embraces it and grows from it and it's a lot of times comfortable and that makes her stronger. And so we started – we filled our life with her and some of her people that she uses as coaches um, to grow with and the tribe of people that were around her we became friends with. A lot of you are on this page or on this live with us, uh, Betsy and Lisa and uh, a couple others I've seen come in. And so you understand what it means to let go of people, places, and things that hold us back that we feel like in conflict with. And if we hold on to that, then it's – we're not doing ourselves any favor. We're going against the flow. That conflict is saying, okay, so if we can't have a conversation with these people, places, and things to say how can we work together, then at some point Travis and I are here because we let go of that and we – we let go of the it's like when you fill up the, the the locks and with the boats and the water it's like you fill it up and then the uh, the door opens and the water releases. We were holding onto that wall and not wanting to go with the flow and so we let go of these people places and things, and we flowed down the river or the canal whatever it is, and into the next uh lock or channel, which was with um coaches and healers and fellow empath and um I'm losing words to help describe our tribe, but uh, people who want to make the world a better place and who live in a growth mindset that they're always looking to better themselves from moment to moment and raise their consciousness on how they
1: interact with their world. Absolutely, and I just wanted to let everybody know um, for the people that's listening to the podcast, we actually go live on Facebook um, at – between <laughs> one and one thirty usually um, at specific standard time on our uh, Facebook page Travis and Pete. Uh, dot com um, so you can actually interact with us live, and for the people who are on our lives right now watching, there are a lot of questions that's been coming up, and I just want to let you know that we are going to get to all the questions here at the end. So Tanya saw a brilliant question by you, so we will definitely get to that, and I appreciate our tribe is already interacting with each other and helping fill in those questions, um, but we will we will go at the end of this we will definitely go over all the comments, so I just wanted to put that out there real quick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So what is uh you know right now we were talking about uh, uh the saying no to the flow, um, and we talked about where we were, um, and right now it's about this topic came up for me because the question that we asked or I said at the very beginning is like are you saying no to the flow? And as Pete said, he says no, I'm not. <laughs> However, sometimes it still happens. So we it's progress, not perfection. And so recently for me, it feels like there's – with personal growth, and I think everybody that's listening as well as watching right now can um, can relate to that it's a – any kind of personal growth is about progress, not perfection. That's something that you're constantly – Uh, learning. is something that you're constantly practicing, um, and there are times that we – I don't want to say fail, but sometimes it gets a little uncomfortable. Um, And for the past couple days, for me, that's how it's been. I've been digging my heels into, it feels like, the flow of the Universe, I've been. I know there are the things around me that I know that I could be doing, I should be doing. There we go, shouldn't all over ourselves. Um, But for some reason, it's just not coming to me as freely. And what is the reasoning before that? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Um, What is the reasoning that I, you know, we sometimes we fall off and we say no to the flow. Why do we feel like sometimes that we have control over this um, when? I clearly do not. And so that's where this topic came from. For me, it's about understanding it and knowing it and, you know, realizing that I'm coming to myself as well as all you all very authentically so that you all can understand, as well as me, I can understand the words that are coming out of my mouth that. It's not all about perfection and that people like us, people, the coaches that we listen to, the people that we hear and talk to on a day-to-day basis, on the outside it may seem like they have their shit together, but I promise you they stumble just as much as anybody else does. However, if we use our tools, if we get into that toolbox that we have readily for us, when we find that key that we misplace every once in a while – We realize that there's so much in there that we can use to get us back on track. And for me, um, this live, as well as this podcast, as well as just talking it out to the people that we care about, which is the tribes that are showing up, that's how how I start. I can already feel my haze lifting, if you will, just by getting that out there. Yeah. So while you were talking,
2: and I was listening, but I was also processing – Maybe a partial lie, but I was listening, um, which I got this aha moment from. So you said, you know, I should, I could, I would, like those those things. Well, we get those ideas of what we should be doing from outside of us, um, and they have someone else's spin on them, someone else's tone, color, flavor, whatever that applies to them or to someone they got it from or somewhere. And so you said, well, what's that disconnect between what I should be doing? And then I was like... And, and actually doing it. And I was like, well, because it's not something necessarily that we've figured out that we want to do yet. Um, and, and when I want to do something, it's because I know how to show up with my authenticity in that thing. And it's probably tweaked a little bit or a lot from the idea that I originally got it from. Um even like doing these podcasts, it's like there are other podcasts that come in, there are other Facebook Lives that we have been mentored from and that we have – that we look towards for growth and how we can show up um, online, And but we have to put our own twist on it. And so if there's something that we feel like we should be doing – and again, that's I think a resistance to the flow because it's something that is outside of us that sounds good and we see someone else getting results, but – our results are based on our own experience and we have to find that tweak. And so usually for me, that is pausing. If I don't know exactly like if I, I should be doing it, but I'm not. So I don't know. And I doubt myself on how to do it. So to pause, I pause with it. I let it sit. Um, it may marinate for a week, a day. It may, 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 may marinate for a <laughs> <My> month <marinade. laughs> for a month, for a year, whatever. So, but eventually like if I, if I'm thinking positive thoughts and if I'm, Uh, believing positive things I'm putting that energy out there and I'm going to create that and I think I would would love
1: to correct you on that if you will because like and this is giving credit this is not a correction really it's like whenever you were talking about marinating that it could take a day a week a month a year I think that is exactly why we do what we do we're doing that is how we show that we are growing because it is not marinating that long anymore like something that we've you know had to let marinate for a, a year or more, it just doesn't happen. We're And that's what we're getting. Life does not get easier. We just get better at it. And I think that is a true testament about how good or how better we're getting. <laughs> that doesn't sound right either. But that we're getting better at it because it doesn't marinate for that long anymore because we have the tools.
2: So I will take that correction. Okay. And I will accept that as factual information for our experience because yes, yes it's what took me a year or 4 years in the beginning of my story earlier in this um, this podcast and live what took me a year or 4 years to figure something out now takes me hours, sometimes minutes, sometimes days and i'm just better at being uncomfortable and better at problem solving i'm better at asking for what i need and i'm better at using my voice to say yes no and i'm better at jumping off a cliff without having my wings knowing that they're going to spread and that something's going to come in front of me that's going to help me along land softly or soar so i i appreciate that You're welcome.
1: It's just like sometimes – and that's what we we do here for each other in our tribes as well as Pete and I as well as just the people that we surround ourselves with. It's that sometimes it's easier to see how far we have come from an outside perspective because I don't know about y'all, but I am – by getting in the way, if anybody gets in my way, it's going to be me. And whenever I don't – like sometimes I need Pete to be like, give yourself a little bit more credit than that. You're doing way better than you see. And the, and just by him saying that sometimes or the people in my tribe by saying that, I'm like, you know what? You're right. I am. It's getting better. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you pat yourself on the damn back and say, go me. More of that, please.
2: So to wrap this subject up, I would say, and I would like to hear your perspective as well, that to answer to my question, am I saying no to the flow? Um Not nearly as much anymore, and it's because I'm no longer allowing that resistance to remain. I go towards the resistance, and I problem-solve it, and I expand my reach on possibilities. I think outside the box is one that's a thing I love. I have the visual of like there's the onion. Whatever problem I solve, whatever layer I conquer – you were playing a video game the other day. Whatever level you conquer, there's another level waiting right after to kick your butt. But it's not setting in that resistance, and it's and it's accepting what comes to me, and saying I have the ability, everything within inside me to, to solve this, and to grow, and to move to that next level of the onion.
0: Ding there- ding ding! Confidence. That's the one thing that I've heard you guys hit on, and every point is that once you can let go of that self doubt. Once you have that confidence in yourself, then you go with the flow a lot more.
1: Uh, I wish we could get you on camera. (laughs) I know. I was just looking at the camera over here. So, yeah, Cassie made a great, brilliant point. It is confidence. And how many times do we say that? I can't – thank you, Cassie. See, this is why you were here. You're welcome. Because this is – we say that to each other all the time. And it's like once you were confident in that – you don't – there's so many things you don't have to do and you do more freely. You don't have to explain yourself when you're confident. You don't have to – Second guess. Second guess when you're confident. And when you're confident, the things that you do do more is talk more about your experiences because you have been through it. Experience, strength, and hope. This is what we always talk about here on Travis mm-hmm. and Pete. And, and you
0: don't have to control everything when you have self-confidence. Uh, i think that is key it is we're hired
1: you are (laughs) hired (laughs) it's about
0: not trying to control every little thing and uh, i have a new self mantra lately which is Uh, i am enough that's like uh, the way that i center myself when i feel that i'm not letting it going with the flow i'm not letting things come to me and taking them as they come when i'm trying to control the situations is because i don't feel like I am enough in that situation. Mm, so I always come back beautiful.
1: to that. Oh, yeah. my God. See, One of the ones – It's about time you piped up there, Yay! Cassie. I was about to start asking you for You guys yeah.
0: talk a lot. I couldn't get a word in.
1: <laughs> you just interrupt
2: away from – we need to put the bell right, on your side. We exactly, you know. <clears throat> And I love that. So like you all that are listening, what are some of your mantras? One of the ones that I just picked up on was to look in the mirror every day and say, I love you and I trust you. Two things that – the loving myself part is very – That's a newer concept for me over the past couple of years. And then trusting myself is newer yet. So, and as more as as the more as I don't resist the flow, the more I'm trusting myself to do that and to be confident. So Cassie, do we, oh, do you have a mantra you'd like to share?
1: Oh, on the spot. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, come back. Okay. <laughs> well, while we think about that, do would you like to plug this
2: lovely Specialty Produce Network, or do we need to make space for a commercial?
0: No, I would love to plug it live. So uh, the boys are recording today in Specialty Produce Network, which is our own podcast network right inside the Specialty Produce Warehouse. If you listeners and watchers are live to San Diego, you're more than welcome to come down here and see what we have to offer. But if you are not local to San Diego, uh, we have an app as well that's a global product, especially produce.com, and you will uh, get lots of information about produce on there, recipes, um, great fun facts, and ways to use over 2,000 different produce items that we've found from around the world.
1: It's, awesome. See, and that I feel like is very underselling of this guy. Guys, this place is uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Especially if you like to cook or like to eat, for that matter. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that are happening around this place, and we have been super-duper lucky. And as we talk about, luck is the intersection of relentless preparation and –
2: it's where opportunity meets relentless preparation. So, right. So luck. we
1: are lucky to be here right now and in this wonderful studio. So thank you to Cassie as well mm-hmm. as Specialty Produce as well as the Specialty Produce Network. Um, join us every week, um, every on, Wednesday, every Wednesday um, here at the Specialty Produce Network. Um, you can again on Wednesday from one to one thirty roughly we're going to try to get better getting a standard dom on that um, you can join us on facebook.com forward slash travis and pete and interact with us live or you can check out this podcast every week whenever it gets uploaded to the site it'll be on our webpage as well as specialty produce webpage as well as
0: itunes and soundcloud
1: itunes and soundcloud how professional are we can you see this this is amazing um, so yes so thank you for the people joining us um, and we'll see you next week